Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. This episode will be a guiding principle study and commentary. The aim is to provide insight to and context of the material within our book, Guiding Principles. This is not a meeting of Narcotics Anonymous. However, there will be some similarities in how the study will be conducted. Each study will have the audio recorded and then published to the Anonymous Podcast. The overall goal is to provide commentary of the text towards reaching those seeking a resource like this. If one person benefits from our efforts, including us, then the participation will be well worth the effort. We'll have the introductions and then we'll jump into the text. Enjoy. Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Tonight we are on episode 80. Oh, I forgot. That's the one thing I forgot to look up. 87? Four. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Tonight we're on episode 84. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, of the Guiding Principles Study book, grab your book. We're on page 183, beginning with the bottom of the page on that first paragraph. And we're on Tradition 10. So we're going to start with some introductions first, and we'll start with Phil. Uh, my name's uh, Phil M. My clean date is um, uh, 4-1995. Uh, my home group is Men in Recovery. In, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I attend meetings in the Pittsburgh area of Pennsylvania. Glad you're with us, Phil. And then I'm um, Duran. Oh, Duran will be right back. Diane, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Diane, and I am an addict in Arkansas. My clean date is April the 2nd of 1993. Uh, my home group is the New Start Group of Dardanelle, Arkansas, and I am in the Arkansas River Valley area of Narcotics Anonymous, which is also inside the Arkansas region of Narcotics Anonymous. Awesome. Welcome, Diane. Tony, you're next for intros. I'm an addict named Tony C. Uh, my clean date is July 23rd of 2002. Uh, I attend meetings in Pflugerville, Texas. My home group is here and now. We meet Wednesday night at 7.30, and I attend meetings in the Central Texas area of NA in Austin, Texas. Beautiful. I want to go to Pflugerville, Texas. That sounds fun. All right. Thanks for being with us, Tony. Donna, would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. It's Donna P. out here in Eugene, Oregon. My clean date is 11-22-85. My home group is Solutions for Living here in Eugene, 6 p.m. on Sunday. I attend meetings there and in Lane County area. Come see us sometime. Awesome. And um, let's see. Oh, hey, Will, come on in and introduce yourself. Hey, family. Will, addict. Uh, my clean date is February 27th of 2013. My home group is the Sunday Serenity Group in Asheville, Ohio. We meet Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Um, I attend meetings in the Buckeye region of Ohio, and uh, this week, Ohio is having its convention in Columbus. If anybody would like any information on that and meet us down there, we'll be having a good time this weekend. Get a hold of us. Yeah, I think you're going to have a nice reunion of some of us. That'll be fun. I wish I could be there. All right, Duran, you, you rejoined us. Come on in and introduce yourself, friend. Hello, family. My name is Duran, and I'm an addict. My clean date is March 13, 2020. Uh, my home group is the Clean and Free Group of Narcotics Anonymous. We meet Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. at Trinity Presbyterian Church here in Ashtabula. Um, I attend meetings in the Buckeye region as well. Thank you. Sorry about that. No, no worries. Technology is our friend, believe it or not. And uh, I'm an addict named Des. I'm out of Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. I attend meetings in the Wisconsin region and 
virtually around the world, my home group is We Choose to Live, which happens every Wednesday, a fully virtual meeting based out of Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. And oh, and my clean date is July 24th of 1995. And that is all of us who are here tonight. So Phil is going to kick us off with reminding us of the tradition and reading some text. Take it away, my friend. Phil Attic. Uh, tradition 10. Narcotics Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the NA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. In so many ways, Tradition 10 is about wisdom. We learn when to speak the truth and when silence is the wiser choice. When we feel we need to defend or explain, uh, it's often because we are still not quite sure. The wisdom to know the difference that comes from practicing this tradition and it a, helps us in our work lives and our personal lives as well. We practice honesty and discretion, focus on the purpose at hand and are not diverted by side topics or invitations to argument. We learn uh, what is true for us and stand firm in that truth. The most effective approach may be to let go and let a challenge go by unaddressed. We can move mountains in recovery, but we don't have to move every mountain. Tradition 10 frees us to mind our own business. Being able to uh, discuss between necessary conflict and needless controversy frees us to direct our efforts where they can do the most good. We share about our lives in ways that highlight our experience rather than our opinion. When we interact with the public on behalf of NA, we refrain from speaking on any issues that don't relate to who we are and what we do as a fellowship. We let go of our investment in other people's opinions. One member commented, I practice these traditions by reminding that your thoughts and opinions are outside issues to me. Practicing these per, uh, personal helps us choose our battles, focus on efforts, and walk away from challenges with dignity. Wow, that, that is so deep. And uh, just uh, so many constant uh, reminders and uh, a whole lot of things. And uh, there's a whole lot of things I, I like that I, I, I just read. And just even how it's, it, it's, it starts, uh, Tradition 10 is about wisdom. Then it was talking about the wisdom to, um, to know the difference. And uh, sometimes it is uh, wiser to be silent and silence is a choice. Um, um, as recovery has been going on with the steps and being, being sponsorship and things, uh, uh, I, I just know from sponsorship uh, and, and even the literature of narcosinomas to always try to share my op opinion, not my, my experience, my experience, what my life experience are and what I've experienced in life. And uh, 
that that is 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 truth. Uh, the the wisdom to know that the difference, and sometimes, uh, well, for the most part, of me standing um, on things, um, you know, there's times, uh, especially in my home group, uh, I may stand more firm on things if I'm just at regular meetings that aren't that not necessary aren't my home group and things like that. I, I can be, be more laid back with things and, 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 and be silent, just let things just roll the way they, they are. But maybe in my home group, I might be a little bit more firm on things and, 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 and not mean in nasty ways. Sometimes just pointing out things, uh, uh, you know, our program's not about that things in our traditions and, and, um, and there's my home group. If, if something is going like, like, um, sideways um uh, and things can go very uh sideways there you know i may uh in interject or or whatever to to make things more calm and not go into controversy and maybe explain things that uh they got nothing to do with uh our program and um these are definitely outside issues that don't need to be um uh in our fellowship um yeah staying in my own lane uh picking and choosing my uh battles um that's one of the things that traditions have uh taught me too and then like it was saying like like in life and and life on life's terms uh uh picking and choosing battles and uh uh i'll say avoiding uh conflict for me i don't like to be in in conflict and controversy and things like that um uh and i i do try to uh, uh for the most part uh avoid those things i'm not going to say um in this world i'm not going to be naive that that things aren't going to come my way whether i i want them or not they just come my way sometimes like whoa you know how am i going to react to to them and, and do things and then sometimes it's just back to that um traditions and just material and things that's that's in our literature just 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 being quiet you know just being silent you know maybe walking away you know getting out of the way uh uh as my recovery is going on and i'm going to shut up uh um um i really find myself uh today and living in in this world uh uh to stay in my lane i, I can do that that's all i have Thanks so much, Phil. Um, yeah, I was going to uh, jump in and, and say, I love the first line where it says tradition 10 is about wisdom. And um, I always thought when I was a kid that wisdom was just a way of people telling me to shut up. <laughs> that they didn't want to hear what I had to say. They, they would be like, you're not wise enough or you don't have enough experience. And um, sometimes I still think that today, but I... I love that um, this tradition teaches me to just slow down, just slow down and shut my mouth sometimes. Cause I, I, sometimes I see, I see what's going on and I just want to tell somebody what's going on and they probably don't want to hear it. They're, they're probably not wanting to hear it. So the other part of this reading that's really cool is um, tradition 10 frees us to mind our own business. And I think for me, um, there's a saying in NA that says we are each other's like eyes and ears and sometimes people can really go to an extreme with with that 
and I think for myself, what I've learned over the years in service and in NA is I will ask somebody, do you, do you want to know what I see before I just blurt it out? And that's, that's given me a lot more, um, it's given me a lot more peace. And then the person can have a choice if they want to hear what I have to see, see what I've seen, what I think I'm seeing. And I learned that from somebody. Cause I remember when somebody asked me that question and I was like, whoa, you mean I don't have to just hear it? You're not just going to boss me? That was really cool. So I, I think it's really important for me to remember to just stop and say, uh, this doesn't look right to me. Do you want to know what I'm seeing or are you okay? You know, unless they're totally on fire and, and they're going completely off the rails. But sometimes the experience of going the wrong direction helps people to get in the right direction too. So, and, and sometimes that's been the case in service. Like, um, I'm just finishing up my term as a regional delegate here in Wisconsin. And it's been, it's been, um, it's been cool. You know, I have, well, I'm not just finishing up. I'm done next March. Right. So it's been cool, but it's been a lot of, um, you know, the, there's people who are interested in the position now. That's really exciting. We, we didn't have that for a long time. There's people who aren't afraid to step up and try it. You know, they're not afraid that they're going to mess up. And um, I'm really excited for what the future holds for my region because I feel like, you know, we're in a growth, you know, we're, we're in a position of growing and that's really cool, you know, and, um, and, and we're going to form like a delegate team that's going to help mentor the incoming delegates. And I think that's really cool too. But I also think we're going to have to remember to say, do you want to know what I'm seeing? Or do you just want to do this, what you think is right? Because, you know, that's, I got myself in a lot of hot water when, since I've been the delegate, opening my mouth and saying things. And sometimes they were necessary and sometimes I was just talking. I mean, let's be real. So I'm grateful that I learned. I'm grateful I stayed clean. I'm grateful I made the connections that I have. And I'm so grateful for Tradition 10 to help guide me, traditions like that to keep me you know, on the right path. And to remember at the end of the day, we're all allowed to be different as long as we um, you know, come together spiritually in a group. So that's what I wanted to share. And uh, come on in, Will. Hey, thanks, Des. Uh, Will Addicts. Yeah, I'm, I might take that one home with me. Ask people if they want to hear what I say before I say it. That's that's different. My conversations usually start with, you know, I love you, right? And then here it comes. <laughs> you know, so very good. Um, I was looking at these lines here. Uh, we learn what is true for us and stand firm in that truth. And also the tradition 10 frees us to mind our own business. Um, for whatever reason, it took me to like, so at, I work in retail for a living. Um, competitive market, always looking for ways to capture market share, new customers, new avenues to, to get people in the doors, things like that. And I was like, what a relief it, it is to not do that here. Um, and, in, you know, early on, that was something I wanted to compare my program to your program. So I could tell you how much better mine was and why I was here. And things like that, but just to be free to uh, do what we do um, and not have to chase or prove to anyone um, that we are, you know, a better option than maybe something else. Um, and to just, uh, you know, stay stay true to our values and and do what we do here. I um, I can only imagine it would be really weird walking in Narcotics Anonymous meeting and or business meeting and talk about how we're going to go capture new new shares or market pieces of addicts or demographics of people. Like, how are we going to go trap these people into our doors? You know what like, I mean? So, so to know that we're just going to come here, we're going to do what we do. 
Um, and if someone doesn't like it, it's not their cup of tea, there's other options for them and, and we'll still be here doing what we're doing if they decide they need to come back. Uh, so I, I just really dove into that. I really like that piece. That's all I have. Awesome. Thanks so much, Will. That's great input. Okay, so now we move into the section called questions for members. Who's the members? It's us. Yay. And you guys listening. So our first uh, person tackling a question tonight is Duran with question number one. Hello, family. Duran Attic. Uh, so question one, um, it says, what issues does NA have an opinion on? Um, from my understanding, no outside issues, just things concerning recovery and how we can better help each other recover. That's that's our primary purpose is to just help each other recover and, and find a new way to live. Um, what do I understand NA's opinion to be that there is a way out that, um, of active addiction in this together? That <laughs> other than that, there's really nothing that we we don't we don't come in here and talk about politics in our meetings and 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 things that are going on in, in the world, man. We might talk about things that personally affect us that you know when we're sharing, but that is not an opinion of like, we're voting for this guy or that guy or like uh, bringing disunity by that way. And um, the last part is, what is the difference between sharing my opinion and sharing my experience? And up here, up um, where Phil was reading, it says, I practice this tradition by remembering that your thoughts and opinions are outside issues to me. Like, so that's letting me know that, um, sharing my opinion is just my outside view of things and, and my experience is what I've gone through and, and what's helped me get through the process clean or, or get me over the hump in some other way in life. Um, it's not per se me just sh my, my opinion is just my thoughts. The experience is what I've been through and how I got through it. Um, and with that, I pass. Thank you so much. That's that's a uh, wise information you shared with us. And some more input is coming from Donna. Hey guys, I was um, thinking what Deron was sharing. It's, it says right in our literature that NA has no opinion on outside issues, but but the truth is we have we do have opinions. Narcotics Anonymous definitely has opinions and is on this 12 steps. It's on the 12 traditions. It's in our group booklets, in our literature. I mean, we definitely have opinions on things. What we don't have opinions on is our things outside of Narcotics Anonymous, right? And so I don't, I don't, it's I don't think we have to be afraid to say what NA's opinion is on things, like the first step or the 10th tradition. Or, you know, or what it says in our literature, you know, and, um, and uh, uh, you know, um, th that gets really hard sometimes because like Phil was talking about earlier about the world and the way things are sometimes and how hard things can be sometimes, you know, but that's not what we're doing here in Narcotics Anonymous. We're not trying to save the world. We're not trying to change the world. We're trying to Find a place where people can come if they want to quit using drugs and we can help them to find a new way to live. And that is what we are doing. You know, on a bigger scale, Narcotics Anonymous is helping other people get the literature, the Narcotics Anonymous literature in their own language, right? Those kinds of things. So we definitely have opinions, but, it, but only on the things within Narcotics Anonymous. And it's okay to have those opinions. And sometimes we're wrong. 
we're all learning, you know, the, the opinion of Narcotics Anonymous has changed over the years that I've been clean. Things have changed, you know, literature's changed, wording has changed, how we think about things have changed, you know, um, and that's okay, right? We're not a tree that's going to break in the wind if we get a strong breeze, but, um, um, but we do have an opinion, and our opinion that Narcotics Anonymous has is that an addict, any addict can stop using and lose the desire to use and find a new way of life. Absolutely, that is our opinion and that's our experience, right? So I have a lot to say about this, but I'll save some of it. Ooh, you're making my eyes water. Something's wrong with my eyes, man. That's good stuff. All right, Will, let's hear you. Hey, thanks, Will Addict. Yeah, I don't like... It's funny because we talk so much about how being welcoming and well and bringing people in and being, you know, bendable and things. But there's certain things in here that just aren't bendable for me. There's there's some bold print in my mind um, that comes with with Narcotics Anonymous. Um, if I understand it correctly, like abstinence, 12 step work, sponsorship. Um, you know, these are the conversations I have with people when they ask me to sponsor or when they, they come in the rooms and they they ask what Narcotics Anonymous is about. Um, and there's some there's some pretty hard edges on there for me. Um, especially with abstinence and 12 step work, uh, in like sponsorship, uh, you know, therapeutic value of one addict helping another, uh, you know, no one, no one's professional in here. We don't pay people to carry our message. Um, that, that was really comforting to, to come in and find out that like everybody in here, everybody that was going to be here to help me was someone just like me. Um, and yeah, I, I, uh, I don't, I don't push anybody out the door, but like they're, they're, those are the things that I just, I don't bend on too often. And it might be that you're not there yet, I'm just letting you know where we're hoping to end up, or at least if, if we're working together, where we're, what our goal is going to be to end up, um, you know, in those things. So that's, I, there are some, some absolutes, I guess, for me, or some, some you know, musts, uh, must meetings. Phil's got some must meetings. There's a lot of musts in the book, right? You know, so there, there are some things, but like, listen, we're going to have patience. You're all welcome. And it's going to work out. And I have written out, oh, yeah, there's no chemical solution to a spiritual problem. That, that's one of the, the ones I like, I don't, I don't bend on that. Um, but that's just for me. Thank you. Thank you, Will. I like that. No chemical solution for a spiritual problem. Spot on. All right, Will or Phil, Will, Phil, you know. Wow. I'll be, I'll be real quick. Yeah, I, I do uh, I like what everybody shared and especially what Donna was, was sharing about, about uh, we do have opinions and we do have opinions on, on our things. And I, and I, and I, I love that. But uh, I, I do remember somewhere in all literature, it does say that that anything uh, uh, that is is outside of uh, Narcotics Anonymous is a outside issue. And I can remember uh, uh, the old sponsor used to say, anything you don't, you don't see in our, our literature, probably shouldn't be doing it. You know, <laughs> you don't see it here, you probably shouldn't be doing it, okay? And, um, it sort of like solidifies things for me. And um, then if you don't see it in our literature, now it is an, an opinion of somebody's or something. I'm not gonna say it, 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 it can't be discussed this and the other thing, but um, uh, it's still now gonna be an outside issue because we can't see it. That's all I got. 
Yeah, thanks so much, Phil. And um, I'm just going to pipe in and say, um, in my experience, the big the big opinion in NA is don't fucking bring, bring drugs to my meeting. Don't bring drugs and don't try to sell them to the people at the meeting. And, um, and I've seen that happen. And I've seen, I've had some, I've had some controversy with that where people say it doesn't say in the literature, we can't do that. And I said, are you, are you kidding me? We're not going to do that at this meeting. You could go to another meeting if you want to do that, but it's not going to happen while I'm here. And that's, that's a pretty big opinion, but I think it shouldn't happen. I, I think that's what, you know, that's what I do. And I hope, I hope many other people do that too. And, and um, as a person who did sell substances at another fellowship meeting before I got clean, because nobody told me not to, I had to learn the not to's when I got here and like what was appropriate in a meeting and what wasn't appropriate in a meeting. And I listened. And I think by sometimes I have a strong belief that when we, when the fellowship, I won't say we, but when members of the fellowship hide behind no opinion on outside issues, we prevent from teaching people how to be safe in the rooms. And it's really important to do that. And, and the last thing I wanna um, share about is, is um, the, when COVID happened in the Wisconsin region and um, addicts weren't allowed to meet like we were used to, we weren't allowed, it was like we had some of our counties had where only you can meet with your family and small numbers of that. And you couldn't be, you had to be six feet apart. All the restrictions, we all lived through it, right? And I had many, many phone calls, long, deep-seated phone calls with people who said, those are outside issues. We don't have to respect those. No, we do. We do. Because if your county or your city is telling you to do that, we don't break the law. That's not what we do as recovering addicts we follow the rules and um, it, it was really hard to impress that. And I know it, it wasn't just in my region, it happened all around the world. I just talked to a bunch of addicts that we all went through it together. And um, so I, I think sometimes it's easy for, in my, this is just my experience, maybe others have experienced this too. And um, if you're listening, I'm not trying to talk shit about NA because I love NA. But sometimes when people get set in their ways, I hear them say something like that's an outside issue or that's not in the literature, or, find it in the literature. And, um, and instead of saying, you know what, that is fucked up. I'm not gonna do that. You're right, that's harming Narcotics Anonymous because um, sometimes the ego gets bigger than the doing the right thing. So, um, so I'm glad for Tradition 10, it keeps me humble and I hope it keeps everybody else humble who experiences it as well. So um, that's what I wanted to jump in and say. And Duran, did you answer all those questions, hon? Or did you just, okay, perfect. So moving right on, right on through to Diane with question number two. Glad, you, glad you're with us, Diane. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. My name is Diane and I'm an addict. And question number two, what are some ways my opinion on outside issues affect my participation in NA? Do those beliefs affect the way I sponsor or participate in events? How do I balance strong opinions with the need to carry a clear message? Um, and the first thing that comes to my mind is the strong opinions that I hear in my area and my region about uh, the, you know, in a, uh, MAT and DRT and many people have such strong opinions and I just say, I don't really have an opinion on that. Uh, however, if you wanna discuss my 
beliefs about it, I will discuss it outside of the meeting. Like it's not appropriate to talk about that in a meeting. If you want to know if somebody wants to talk to me about my higher power, uh, as far as you need to know, it's just like the basic text says, it's loving, caring, and greater than myself. If you want to discuss something other than that, we'll do it after the meeting is over. So, and that's just um, how I see it. And I do see people misinterpret some things like, uh, you know, the basic text says that anything affects our recovery is uh, for sharing. And I've heard people being run out of the rooms for talking about their mental health issues. If it's affecting their recovery, it's affecting their recovery. They have a right to share about it and not be berated or put down or be told they're not working a clear program or, or whatever. Um, and it was, I was thinking about how do I believe balance strong opinions with the need to carry a clear message uh, when I was doing the car workshops for my region as the RD, um, my, my first sentence out of my mouth was, I am here to present information. I do not have an opinion on any of these. If you want to ask my opinion, ask me afterwards when we're done. I am just here as a conduit of information, uh, and that's it. Like, I don't have an opinion on these. I'm not going to sway the vote in any way. So do I have strong opinions about some of the motions that were on the floor? Absolutely, I do. Uh, in fact, there was a couple that my region absolutely voted the opposite that I wanted them to vote. And I still carried their conscience and not mine. Um, I don't believe my strong opinions affect the way I sponsor or participate in events. Uh, I've never felt that way. Um, I have had some sponsees who found religion and decided that they, because I didn't go to a certain organization or a certain building uh, certain days of the week, then um, they chose another sponsor. And I'm okay with that. You know, that's, that has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. Um, you know, I, I may not uh, be the person to sponsor those people. So, you know, if their beliefs are different from mine, so be it. I will treat them with love and respect. Uh, I'm still hung up on this fad a few days back when it said we do everything in love. Like, I just keep running that through my head. Uh, we do everything in love. So if I have a strong opinion, then I still need to stand firm in love and say, I'm not going to discuss my opinion inside the rooms. If you want to discuss it outside, we can do so lovingly. And I still love the line. I practice this tradition by remembering that your thoughts and opinions are outside issues to me. That is beautiful. I love that. So with that, I think I'm done. I'm glad to be here tonight. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing, Diane. That was, that was a great way to um, get us started on talking about this very insightful question. And we have lots of discussion coming. So come on in, Donna. I was just thinking about the beliefs, my beliefs and the effect, the way I sponsor and participate in events. And absolutely, I, I'm not here to sponsor the whole of Narcotics Anonymous in one particular way. I sponsor the way I sponsor. I have my beliefs about the way we work the steps. I have, we do things a certain way. If you're my sponsee, that's what we do, right? I don't have to be everything for all people, right? Do I come into meetings necessarily and talk about that? Oh, maybe 
to some degree, like, you know, like we work the steps here, guys. And I know it says that you don't have to, to be a member. You absolutely do not. If you want to be in recovery, part of my circle, absolutely you're going to be working the steps, you know? So I just wanted to say that we didn't come here to become robots that just follow a bunch of rules, right? We came here to, and we got clean and then we started figuring out what was important to us, you know, and, and certainly I can bring that with me into my service work and into my relationships and into my participation in the world and my participation in my fellowship. So absolutely it affects the way I sponsor and share. Absolutely. Oh, no. Oh, I, I muted you, Phil, instead of unmute. I don't know what I'm doing, but unmute yourself and come on in. Sorry about that, hon. Are you ready? Yep, yep, we're ready. Oh, okay. I'll be I'll be real quick. Wow, wow. Once again, uh, some, some more good stuff, and I'm going to be like real quick. Um, you know, um, what ways uh, my opinion on outside issues and participation uh, in a... Um, as my recovery has gone on and how our new literature and things have uh, come into our fellowship. Oh, for the members oh, and, oh, and the new things that, that we have today, like illness and recovery and, and things like that. And uh, for those uh, who are, um, uh, uh, need need a medical assistance and just our the literature we have today with our members coming in here there's a lot of literature in now that uh that uh benefits them and adapts to them so my opinion and strong personality and things uh like that um it doesn't come into effect anymore but there'll be those um things even with all even that kind of stuff uh, uh i may not have um a recovery experience with it, but uh, I will try to point members to our members that do have that experience. And I think uh, they would be uh, better suited uh, for best, best help and best understanding in those situations, you know? So there's things like that that I do. And, um, Although this does say, how do I balance strong opinion um, uh, with the need to carry a clear message up? Uh, uh, you can't even negotiate this because this is in our traditions, a strong opinion. Uh, I, um, I know I got a strong personality. I know it can be strong uh, at, at times there and it doesn't need to be in the way sometimes and just like previously things that uh that we have just read uh i need to stay in my lane and um you know be more loving and caring like one of the members just shared and uh um um still still i still want want a uh clear message because that that's all through our literature our message needs to be clear and 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 i'm, I'm going to shut up and when uh it's not clear it's it's a dirty message. That's all I got. Thank you so much, Phil. All right, Duran, come on in. Yeah, this question is heavy, but yeah, I like um, 
what are some ways my opinions on outside issues affect my participation in NA? So uh, there's this recovery place out here, club out here, man. And like my strong opinion and negative feelings about this place really had me like not wanting to go there at all, especially after my sponsor had passed away. I was like, I'm not going to this place. Like they can go eat something not good. <laughs> like I was just so totally against this place, man. And my negative opinions and feelings were so strong about it. And um, I felt like I was affecting a lot of people. But um, someone talked to me, man. And they said that if I hadn't have been in that recovery place when they came into the rooms they probably wouldn't have stayed around and a lot of people said that they that i'm needed in those rooms you know my my area is really small we're like on an island almost it feels like and it, there's very few people working a program out here like honestly and working stuff. and um so i got to thinking like damn am i really separating myself from narcotics anonymous because i have a an unvalid feeling about a place because I have such a strong negative feeling about this place. How am I separating myself from um, from Narcotics Anonymous? And there's there's a lot of Narcotics Anonymous meetings held there. And so I had to take a good look at myself, a good look at what I was doing and my motives behind not going to that place. And I had to do a lot of soul searching and a lot of praying and a lot of being humble. And and finally, I'm I'm going back to this place now. Um, I'm actually a chairperson at a meeting there this month and, and it feels good to be back home because that's where my recovery started out here, man. I, I really cut myself off from the fellowship by just going to certain meetings and seeing certain, the same certain people all the time. I wasn't seeing the newcomers that are coming into the door in my area that need strength, hope, and inspiration from somebody that's been where they've been and can share honestly with them. You know, that's how I was cutting off myself from Narcotics Anonymous in my area. And it was a very sad moment for me. And I'm very grateful that like I'm moving past that and getting into a better um, a better headspace about things. Um, do those beliefs affect the way I sponsor and participate in events? Um, it did at one point, but when it comes to my sponsorship, I'm I'm kind of like the same way. Like we work steps, man. We 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 get in the service. We give back what was so freely given to us. We we don't turn our back on Narcotics Anonymous. We we are there when Narcotics Anonymous calls. We helped an, another addict in recovery. If someone's seeking recovery, we're there. Be there. Don't hesitate. Just be there. Because the the shoe is on the other foot. You're gonna need somebody someday. We need each other. That's why we in here. We need each other. We don't have to have that feeling of loneliness anymore, you know. And um, I'm I'm very strong about that. Like, look. I'm, my sponsors to tell you I'm a very busy man, but I like I'm always there for them when they need me. I'm always there when they call. I'm always there when they want to do some step work. I'm there when they want to go to a meeting. I'm there. Like, let's do it. Whatever we got to do. Um, and how do I balance strong opinions with the need to carry a clear message? The, the message is clear. I, I get into the literature. I share my strength, hope and inspiration. That's all I can do in here. And um, yeah, I, I do have strong opinions about things, but I try not to let those leak, especially after the, the humbling lesson that I've learned recently, you know, that that I can affect people in a very negative way if I allow myself to be that way. If I allow myself to be that way about a person, place or thing, then I can affect the people around me. And I try to be a more positive per person and, and spread more positive inspiration with that I pass. Awesome. Beautiful, beautiful stuff, everybody. That's, that's just so great. 
Um, we have Tony with us tonight, and he's going to take question three. All right, Agnew Tony. Um, question three: What would constitute an outside issue for NA? And when I'm affect when I'm affected by such an issue, how can I share about it in a way that honors tradition ten? So. Funny story about, uh, well, I don't know, last year, I guess, one of, one of my uh, recovery sisters here in this area found you guys, the anonymous podcast, and she was telling me about it, how she got interviewed, and she did readings for a week and stuff like that, and she thought I would enjoy that, and I said, all right, cool, so I, I listened, I said, okay, let me check it out, make sure it's N.A., you know, and I did, and and, and I did an interview thing with Doug, and I did some readings, and blah, 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 and I found you guys here, and it's been wonderful. And I make it part of my morning meditation sometimes, or if I'm driving on a long trip, I, I listen to the podcast. But um, I posted this on our area Facebook page, and I got a couple of people saying, that's not N.A. You know, they didn't know what it was. It was an outside issue. They said, that's not Narcotics Anonymous. That has nothing to do with our program. You know, and I, I talked to them, and I said, no, dude, believe me, it's a bunch of addicts. It's definitely nothing else. It's just us. Something that's going on here in my area that's fresh in my mind and it just started and i think i shared about this last time i was here um they've been and they started here in austin in 1983 okay and i think probably mm, probably about five years after they got here they wanted to open a clubhouse right because people came from different states and people had clubhouses a lot of people from california whatever okay um and they've been really struggling to do this well they haven't been able to do that so um, about a year ago, a bunch of addicts got together uh, because this area is exploding, right? Our area is exploding. And people are moving in from California and all over the place. And um, we've lost a lot of meetings to COVID. Uh, a lot of meetings shut down, like probably some of you experienced. Um, long story short, we we opened up our first, uh, we had a, a meeting that, that was here since 1983 shut down. And they reopened their first meeting at this at this nonprofit building. Okay, it's not called an NA clubhouse. It's a nonprofit building that was people with their own donations opened up. People from the program, um, and um, and now meetings are starting to go there again. There's a, there's a new meeting that started. Uh, young young addicts clean and free for young addicts. Brand new meeting. Uh, there's another meeting on Saturday night at 10.30. There's a, a noon meeting that had shut down that was a long time, re, is reopening next month. So there's, and there's opinions about this being, so somebody commented that, well, area is misappropriating funds for this building. Area has nothing to do with it. This was a nonprofit self-supporting thing that some, we, we felt that it was a, an, it's an NA, Trying to get something for the newcomer to be attract, you know, someplace at a central location that the newcomers can get to by bus. It's easy to get to. It's right in the middle of town. It's a nice area. Um, and 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 it was done. And we just had a uh, they just had their grand opening this past Saturday. It was very successful. A lot of people came, asked questions. It was it was a, it was very well done. And um, so you know, and, and it's. I don't need to convince anybody what this is. You know, the the, uh, the speakers that are on the board, they got up and shared why this was started, how long it's taken, and stuff like this. Um, and, it's, and it's what Donna was sharing, you know, to carry the message, you know, that, that addicts need a place to go, you know. Now, is it going to be open to other fellowships? Don't know that. 
it's it's a building they're going to rent space out so i don't know if they call it rent in nonprofits, but whatever they call it and um and then so we're having a and then people are saying what's going to happen to the seven tradition well if the if it's just like and, and trying to talk to people my my perception of it is and, and with tradition 10 is these meetings are meeting there they're going to pay rent and their seven tradition can goes to area you know, and some people, aren't, some old timers or whoever is are really angry about this. And it was something like what Dur Duran's laughing because he published, you know, it's like this isn't an N.A. place. But our steps are on the wall because we have meetings at other club uh, buildings in the in the area. And they have the other fellowship steps on the wall. But we meet there because we pay rent there. And that's where we have area. That's where we have our subcommittees. And, and so eventually they're going to move. And so um, it's it's just a um, so for me by honoring tradition ten I don't need to get into an argument with these people. I, all I can just do is point out, you know, say, look, this is you know they they're they're doing here, and then they're going to give back to area. They some people think area is paying for this, and it's and they're um, misappropriating funds. I mean, I I, I to me I got to laugh. It's like area had one of that has nothing to do with this. So it's just another building that's been opened so we can hold NA meetings because one of the, and I'll finish with this. One of the things that happened uh, that's been happening for, for years is that when people come out of treatment that aren't familiar with this area, they come out of treatment, they come out of jail. Okay. And they're looking for an NA meeting. There's a, there is a AA clubhouse called NA 24 and they think it's an NA meeting. It actually meets, it actually means North Austin, 24 hours a day. That's that's the name of the uh, facility. But it says NA24. So addicts have been going there for years. So that was that was one of the misconceptions there. And it's not to take people away from them. It's just to point out that there is an alternative and we have a place to go. So this is just fresh. It's brand new. We just opened um, uh, May 9th and it's been really, you know, it's the, the meetings are well attended and it, uh, hopefully it'll be a, uh, a long lasting sustainable thing. But, you know, if it's not, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. But if we stay out of our own way, it should work out. That's all I got on that. Thank you so much, Tony, and good luck to that meeting and all the meetings that are struggling to get back on their feet again. It's certainly been a shift in the, in the norm in a lot of places. So um, come on in, Phil. I see you're wanting to share some stuff. Wow, yeah, that, that was good. And and just similar uh, situations that he was talking about too uh, in uh, our region, especially with our clubhouses and and uh, things uh, like that. But um, uh, a, a bunch of things really struck home with me. And um, it was talking about the outside issues for NA and when I'm affected by such issues, how can I share about in a way that honors Tradition 10? Uh, I know I have been in, in situations um, on at the area level, at the home group level with outside things um, coming into um, the fellowship and members just thinking it's just okay to do and collectively trying to get the rest of the home group members to even read traditions and understand traditions to go along with them. And um, um, thank God for sponsorship. Thank God for our uh, traditions and steps and things. And 
and um, uh, it's imperative that I that I still read. And just like prior to what uh, I just read when, when when we started, it's still that wisdom to know the difference. You know, um, 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 anything I ignore uh, in this world, and especially uh, since, since we're talking about NA, uh, I ignore it. I'm now ignorant to it. You know, and um, and if I don't read or understand it, I guess I can't claim ignorant because uh, I don't know it. But anyway, with that being said, um, and it was talking about that honors tradition 10. Now, I, I know for me, I've had to pull a bunch of traditions together to explain things and, and show our members things in our literature, especially in our traditions and things. Uh, the point why we don't need to to um, do things, and sometimes I have to go into some simplicity of of things like spiritual, not religious. And I, you know, well, you know, well, I, I know what the word "not" means, <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh. <laughs> you know, sometimes that's simple. Well, I know what that word means, you know. And then they'll think like, hmm. Um, I, and, I, and here's the thing too with Tradition 10, um, all the other traditions are going to uh, build on them. And um, I have been in conflict and um, disunity in the room. And um, not that I wanted to be, be in it, but just, and not that I want to know everything either, but 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 sometimes uh, things need to be done and addressed, especially like it says, internal, external forces that could destroy us. And then sometimes I um, maybe while I'm standing on on uh, something too, because maybe somebody has got hurt and somebody has uh, uh, got the wrong message. And um, they're no longer here now because they didn't get the clear message. They got somebody else's message and that's not our message. And that's all I got. Yeah, that was a lot of great, great information. And thanks for sharing all that, Phil. Okay, um, Donna, we have question four. And then I think if we have some comments, that might be a last question for tonight, but go ahead, my dear. Oh, I'm sure we're going to. Have I had disagreements <laughs> with other NA members about issues that seem to be affecting NA? What is the difference between public controversy and internal debate? How do I keep my opinions from reflecting on NA as a whole? <clears throat> First thing I'm going to say is I'm not a clubhouse person. We don't have them around here very much. I think meetings can get lost in the club the way they can get lost at a church. If, if a church, you know, you have like one church that has 10 meetings going there. You know, people get lost in those kinds of things. But the point is, whether it's in a church or a club or in the park, that is an outside issue, right? That has nothing to do with the meeting itself, right? And 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 um, and it can get really difficult. That stuff, kind of stuff is really crunchy. And that's why we have to have spiritual principles with us when we walk into these conversations, right? Um so have I had disagreements with other NA members about issues that seem to be affected NA? So this actually is really timely uh, in my home group. Um, 
we have new young members that are, you know, real enthusiastic and of course making mistakes and that's okay. And, and we have this one guy that um, went to a conference, he's gotten involved in the addiction field and he went to a conference and he came away from there pretty upset uh, by the, just the statistics he heard, you know, the numbers he heard, you know, and that's what was going on for him at the time, you know, and if he had just said that <laughs> it would have been yeah man it's rough and you know but never and I suppose it's because he was young he couldn't bring it around to recovery he was just in despair you know and about how he's gonna have to get involved in politics and how this and he started getting like discussing specific measures that people didn't agree with and money issues at the political level and you know and uh um and he, like I said, he just couldn't bring it around. And I was getting madder and madder and madder. And finally, somebody said to me later, it's like, Donnie, you look like you were going to cry. It's like, oh no, I was about ready to come across the room at him, right? And we had this, we had a, a room full of visitors. These kids had come down from Canada. Their retreat had been uh, canceled. And so they all jumped into a van and said, let's go as far south as we can and go to a meeting and turn around and come back, right? So we had these visitors in the room. I mean, I was like, I was hopping mad, right? I was hopping mad, right? And uh, and I knew that I was not the right person to talk to him about that. You know, uh, uh, I th I do think that we are going to need to have a group discussion on the tenth tradition very soon. We're going to have a topic meeting. I'm going to volunteer to chair a meeting, and we're going to talk about the tenth tradition. And you know, here and the thing is, is like no matter, you know, how it's affecting us to bring it back to, and just for today, I don't have to get loaded, even though all that stuff is going on, right? Just for today, I can do something different, you know, and, and thank God we have Narcotics Anonymous because there's hope here, because there may be millions and millions of, yes, of people dying from fentanyl overdoses. You are absolutely right. But here in this room right now, look at all these people who are alive because of the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous, because they haven't used just for today, right? Just like, so that takes wisdom, right? Like Phil was reading about, like that takes time to be able to be that passionate about something that has you so upset and to bring it back to recovery. Um, so that's the difference between public controversy and internal debate right? It's like, yeah, there's that stuff, that political stuff is happening. Nobody's saying it's not happening. Nobody's saying it's not divisive, right? Nobody's saying it doesn't affect addicts, but in the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous, we talk about recovery, you know, and um, how do I keep my opinions from reflecting on NA as a whole? I don't know that I do. <laughs> if I have an opinion, you guys are going to hear about it. But I do know about how to bring it back around to recovery, right? Um, I, I don't talk about my politics. I sometimes get shocked by things, but um, um, and no, and people know because here's the other piece too, right? My home group members know me. We do the meeting after the meeting. We hang out. We know they. We know things about each other, right? Um, but. Uh, one of the reasons that my recovery is a really personal thing, uh, I don't run around to the whole world announcing that I'm a member of Narcotics Anonymous and that kind of stuff is because I'm pretty political. I'm pretty passionate about my politics. I'm pretty passionate about my beliefs. And I don't want that to reflect on Narcotics Anonymous as a whole. 
You know, I want to be free as my, as a human being to do that and not have, not have NA affected by it. So I try to be really careful about that stuff. Um, and you know what, it's just, it's just been time that has taught me that, you know, watching other people work the traditions, you know, watching other people get around that, watching my predecessors figure out how to do this really crunchy stuff. And not having to come across the room at this kid who's just finding his feet, right? And um, and I, I, you know, somebody needs to talk to him, and if they don't, I will, right? <laughs> but <laughs> I asked everybody, I was like, okay, who's the sponsor? Who's the sponsor? Who's the sponsor? I know we knew who the sponsor was, so we're gonna try to we're gonna try to figure that out. But that's enough out of me. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Donna, and and not. Not a, just perfect. Thank you so much for being here with us. Go ahead, Will. Yeah, that was great stuff. Um, yeah, I've had hella disagreements with NA members about issues that seem to be affecting NA. Um, and, and mostly uh, with people I respect, right? Like it's usually with people I respect because um, I come in here lazy and I let the people I respect spoon feed me my recovery information without going to look for it in my literature myself. Um, and now their opinions of the literature is now my uh, fact of the literature. Um, until I go in there and I find it myself and then I get really mad when I realize like I feel a little differently than they do about the way something's worded. Um, and I, it got me into my literature, whatever, it worked, whatever you want to call it. But like, that's where I've gotten into it. And I know like, as Jerome was sharing earlier, we're from the same area, there's a if you go to a business meeting, you're going to see the same six people at every business meeting that week, for the most part. Like it's, um, so every meeting is kind of cookie cutter, same. Um, you know, my home group, uh, you know, like five years ago, we decided like, like we're just going to shake some shit up just for the sake of uh, some things weren't feeling right to us. Uh, not to say the way that the people doing things are wrong. Like I, I function very well. I got clean here um, and I'm doing very well. Um, but like we got rid of the identity statement. We, we, uh, we still spoke with the language we're supposed to, but if you didn't, we didn't tell you to get the fuck out or shut up or anything like that. You know, like we, we just started to be a little bit more uh, progressive, if you will. Um, and then that meeting did really well. Um, it's still doing really well. Um, and, you know, there was, there's issues about that. And then we also decided this was great. Only home group members can vote on group business. Oh, my fucking God. Bro, people got mad. You know, but like... You know, it just, it, it just, you know, it was hard to, to, to change your move. And you know what, like, um, I, I appreciate the hell out of the differences in Narcotics Anonymous. I really do. Um, if your meeting's very militant and old school, I function very well in that setting too. You know, it's, it's just, I, I, there has to be like a little bit of flavor change, I guess, every now and again. And um, there was just enough of us that were sitting, you know, after the meeting going, you know, this is, I don't like this. I like everything, but this is really bothering me. This is, well, I'm like, well, there's five of us that it's really bothering. We could just go do it like that. We're not breaking a tradition to say, hey, we're doing it differently. As long as we look at it and make sure we're not violating, you know, the baseline of Narcotics Anonymous. You know, we're, I just changed home groups and the format, the secretary's report here, like they, they write down the name of everybody who reads each reading. And next week they announced that so-and-so read who is an addict, so-and-so. She's like, I'm tired of this. I said, you don't have to do it. We can, we can, we don't, we can change that. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, we can decide if we want that to be part of our format or not. Like, it's, it's not like she's like, let's have a meeting, you know, <laughs> just, 
you know, to, so to see young people that are in the room so, kind of realize that like we're not stuck in, in these walls as long as we don't go over certain pieces. Um, and it should always be a conversation. Um, we should always invite in a lot of conversation. We should talk as a group and we should find out which way we want to carry the message to others um, and, and still do it our own way. Um, and it, it, it's, it's been really fun lately. Um, have what was the other one? How do I keep my opinions from reflecting on NA as a whole? I, I'm not a public NA member. Only well, I, I have the symbol on me a lot, but like my, my train of thought is the only way you're recognizing that is if you are a member of Narcotics Anonymous. So like in the, in the, the public realm, I don't walk around being a member of Narcotics Anonymous so that everything I do or say gets reflected on Narcotics Anonymous. Um, you know, I, and I have a job that I'm pretty sure will fire me if I do anything too outlandish on Facebook or anything like that. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got right now. Thanks. Thanks so much, Will. Um, we're going to have Jerron come in quick and then I'll wrap her up. All right. So have I had disagreements with other NA members about issues that seem to be affecting NA? And yes, <laughs> yeah, I'll, quite recent, actually recently, it was just affecting this meeting. I have the sponsee that like, he's been going through a lot, man. And uh, so he tried to end the meeting with the Our Father prayer. And like, <laughs> it was a man, a man, my phone was ringing off the hook. So like, I'm like, okay, this is the one time like, I'm gonna have to like, get in somebody's butt man like this is like not cool like did you forget where you were at bro you've been clean for how long and you've been in this secretary position for how long this is not upholding the group conscious that's your only job uphold the group conscious that is not the group conscious they did not say that our father <laughs> please what are you doing man, and, and we was just going back and forth about it i'm like look okay i'm done arguing with you like you need to ship up or shape out like I don't know I don't know what to tell you bro like this, this, something needs to change like this is not cool whatever you what un, whatever unmanageability you have going on in your life is leaking into your service in Narcotics Anonymous and it's affecting Narcotics Anonymous and that is not good that is not the, like nobody has a perfect life in here in Narcotics Anonymous but like I don't let my outside issues pour into my my uh, service commitments when I come into the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous that's when all that outside stuff goes to the wayside and i'm just like okay i'm here at the meeting this is what i focused on this is narcotics anonymous recovery time like this is what i'm focused on this is where i'm here to do like not, all that other stuff matt doesn't matter man and that's why i come here and share my strength hope and inspiration i'm just saying that's just me but like that was a uh, that was a real heavy one right there i'm like bro you were tripping but <laughs> um and what is the difference between public controversy and internal debate? Oh, so like public controversy, like it's been touched on, man. It's just the things that's not relating to Narcotics Anonymous at all. Like, and the internal debate is just things that's like wanting to change formats at, at the meetings, you know, at, the, at our business meetings and stuff like that. You know, Will was talking about how, um, you know, a meeting uh, reads off who read what. And, and I remember when I became secretary, man, by my third month, I'm like, I'm talking to pe people before the meeting starts, before we're going to have the business meeting that, that week. Like, hey, can, what do you guys think about taking this out, man? This is a lot. This is diverting from, from what we really need to get to. And that's the meat and potatoes of the program, the, the sharing the strength, hope, and inspiration. Like, it's fine and dandy to not really to know who read what, <laughs> who was participating in what, and who was here. Like, that's, you know, that's, that's breaking some things for me. But anyway, 
like I, I got the they they voted to change it. And thank God that I don't have to do that anymore. You know, I even have a meeting that I'm secretary of where we only do two readings and 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 we get straight to the meeting. Like because it's just the it's just the um it's an open floor format meeting and it's just for us to be able to come in there and share our strength, hope, and inspiration. Like that's all it is. It's just us to come in there and boom, 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 boom. This is what's going on. What's up, guys? <laughs> and we help each other. So we wanted to get rid of all the other other stuff. Um and um how do I keep my opinions from reflecting on NA as a whole? Like others, I mean, there are people that know that I'm a member of Narcotics Anonymous and that I work the 12 steps in Narcotics Anonymous and I do service in Narcotics Anonymous. But like, I, I keep that close to my vest, man, because like, I, I love, I love that I can come in here and be who I am. Like, I've talked a lot about like, what I would, what I like for myself outside of the rooms. And like, when I come in the rooms, I don't want to be seen as that, like, whatever people see me as like i want them to see me as the ron the addict seeking recovery just like you i'm i'm just taking it one day at a time like you that is my only purpose is to come in here and share my strength hope and inspiration and get the same from you and get the spirit flowing man because that's what this is about man that unity piece is so cold man that's this is just what i love so much about this fellowship so yeah i try and keep i try I, I play it close to the vest when it comes to a lot of my opinions, man, until it starts to boil over. But like I said, I've been blessed to have a lot of different avenues. Not only do I have this podcast with you guys, man, and I talk to you guys, but I, you know, I go to therapy, see outside issues. I, I do outside things to help me <laughs> because I need extra help. That's not saying I'm extra special or anything, but that's what helps me in my recovery. That's how I'm able to come into the rooms and be who I am. And with that, I pass. Thanks so much, Duran. Um, that's all the time we have tonight, but I did want to say, with the exception of the, the line about what's the difference between public controversy and internal debate, I think for me, and maybe for some of you or anybody listening, internal debate is how I learned how to use a voice in Narcotics Anonymous, because I was able to talk openly and not be judged for what I was saying. And thankfully, I was surrounded by some really loving predecessors who guided me and helped me to um, learn what Narcotics Anonymous is and how precious it is. And I'm grateful for this tradition because it really, um, that's where it came from. They learned from the people who knew, who knew that we needed it. And so internal debate's okay. Um, it, you know, that's what we do. We just talk to each other and, and sort things out. So, all right, that's all the time we have tonight. Thank you so much for joining us and being with us. And we will be back next week, continuing with the questions for Tradition 10. Thank you. Thank you for walking with us on this journey. Please reflect on what was discussed and apply it to your life. Share this resource with anyone you feel led to do so.